Welcome to No Gimmies. Today, me and Matt are going to wrap up everything that happened in the Masters last weekend. Yeah, we're going to talk about our general reactions, and then we're going to go over our predictions. I'm Matt. And I'm Kyle. And this podcast is brought to you by DHSPress.com. Check out other podcasts, articles, and videos, such as the Top Four's new episode, Champions League Qualification Discussion, by Armon, Ryan, Will, and Demas. All right, Kyle, first off, general thoughts. What do you think about Hideki Matsuyama's weekend? I mean, just great golf. Like, he's the first Japanese player to ever win the Masters and a major. Uh, Was near the top basically the entire tournament. Uh, Mm -hmm. He was six under through 30 on the second nine after the rain delay on Saturday. That's what definitely pushed him out ahead. After that rain delay, you know, you saw him just playing games on his phone. Then he went right out at 30 yeah. on the second nine on Saturday. That gave him four, right, four strokes going into Sunday. Yeah, four-stroke lead going into Sunday. That definitely gave the pressure off. I know he was probably very nervous on Sunday because, you know, he shanked one in the water. Yeah. I think you know, he, I think it was really scared, but and yeah. now he pulled it off. One stroke over uh, Will Zalatoris, right? Yep, in the in the end, yeah, we also saw Xander Shoffley triple bogey on 16, which put him three strokes back, which he would have ended up tying. But yeah, that would have made Sunday a lot more interesting because, yeah, if he didn't hit in the water on that par three, yeah. I mean that's a playoff right there because Hideki finished 10 under, and that would have put him right next to him. Yeah, definitely, it made it a lot less interesting, but still is kind of exciting up to then. Mm-hmm. Just because it definitely could have been, yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Hideki had gone in the water the previous hole as well, and uh, Shoffley had gained like two strokes back or something, so mm-hmm. it was getting interesting up till then. Yeah, but Will Zalatoris, he had to be the one of the main highlights from this weekend, right? Yeah, like a Cinderella story. I mean, he only lost by one stroke in his like third major. Major, yeah. He was like a couple strokes. I remember watching it. He was a couple strokes behind Hideki on Sunday. And then he really got close. But in his first, in his third major and first Masters, that was a great performance by him. Yeah, really amazing, especially since he's only 24 years old. Yep. I mean, just... And then remember in the fall, we talked about him like briefly because he tied six at the U.S. Open and no one really heard of him even then. But now we're here second at the Masters and you got people like Adam Sandler supporting him because, you know, he tweeted the picture of the happy Gilmore caddy, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he does look a lot like the caddy. He does. It's kind of <laughs> even even sound like it, right? Yeah, he no, he sounds like Owen Wilson, uh, the mm-hmm. Lightning McQueen from Cars. Wow. I think that's like his biggest thing. Uh, a great weekend for him. But also... T- more talk going down the leaderboard even more john ram jordan spieth and tony finau were like the only big names in the top 10 this spring right yeah i, I we saw a lot of big names get cut and those were like mm-hmm. like matthew wolf missed the cut and was dq'd uh, yeah if you don't know what cut. happened there he remember he signed like the wrong scorecard coming in and he yeah. wasn't going to make the cut anyway but it was just interesting how he got disqualified for that yeah it's super unfortunate but Either way, he still would have missed the cut. So he did really good at the U.S. Open. So I was really hoping. I know we didn't talk about him, but 
I thought he was going to do better. I was definitely trying to watch him throughout the Masters, but his Mm -hmm. tournament came to a short. Then Brooks, Brooks Kepka cut. I don't know if he's still injured. I think he's going to take some time off until the PGA Championship this time next month. But, um, yeah, and then Rory, who we talked about last week, and we're going to talk about later, cut. Songhae Him, second place in the fall, cut. Then, obviously, our defending champion, Dustin Johnson, also cut. It's tough to see those guys go just because they're big names. I saw, like, Brooks Kepka was, like, when he was picking up his ball from the hole and, like, looking at putting lines, he, like, would bend down on one leg and leave his hurt knee, like, straightened out. So yeah, there's definitely something wrong with him right now physically. Yeah. But I think he'll get it together because I know he loves those majors. That's really only really cares about. Yeah. So I think he'll do anything to be ready by the PGA in the next month. Yeah, hopefully we can see him back soon. But Augusta, at least on Thursday and Sunday, played way harder than um the fall. Yeah, we definitely saw the course being a lot harder uh this week with greens being a lot faster and firmer especially on thursday and especially mm-hmm. with that wind on sunday we saw yeah, that's i mean yeah that's going to be very hard to choose a club i remember the broadcaster was talking about that you had some gusses like up to 20 miles per hour but then sometimes you had nothing so you had people you know coming up short hitting over the green like all the time that definitely yeah we also factor. saw the course like reflect on the scores with hideki finishing 10 under compared to Dustin's 20 under in the last Masters, just showing yeah, that the du- course was a lot harder. Yeah, Dustin um set the scoring record in the fall, definitely because, you know, it was in November. Also, I saw this stat on ESPN, like I was trying to find it, and like it was first round of the Masters combined scores, 50 under par last, last year in the fall. This time it was in the 200s over par. That's like a 200 stroke difference. So you definitely saw that yeah. this weekend. Yeah. I also saw like this funny thing. It was uh, Dustin Johnson put out like a tweet or it was like an interview or something. And he was like, I'm the tallest ever Masters winner because he's like 6'4 or something. And then he was like, but I'm the shortest Masters winner since he's only had like defended it for like six months or something compared to like a year. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, we're going to get into Dustin Johnson a little bit later. And only 12 people – um broke par in three in the 60s in the first round. Uh, Justin Rose, definitely one of them, 65, but no, so many people definitely play, didn't play that well. Yeah, we saw Justin Rose. I mean, he was good through the first, like, two, three uh, rounds, but then mm-hmm. in, like, the he definitely struggled round. on Sunday, yeah. I know yeah, what you mean. Definitely struggling. Yeah, so let's just get into our predictions. Let's go over them now. So I had Justin Thomas – from last week winning obviously did not win but at least he made the cut unlike your prediction (laughs) we just talked about he finished 21st since but i think it was the weekend that definitely hurt him yeah that rain delay he he shot a 75 and then 73 yeah i was really looking forward to him performing on weekends i I feel like he's been performing on weekends and i thought that was especially because of the players yeah like i thought that was really when he's gonna shine but I i mean apparently not no, he finished even. I remember in the fall, we talked about him. He did really well in the weekend also, but no, not yeah. this time. Yeah, he had a bad first round last Masters, but then his like last three rounds were just amazing. Yeah, 
So that's what I expected. What about your prediction? It didn't do too. It didn't go too well, right? Yeah. No. Uh, Dustin Johnson missing the cut, obviously. As, and just talked about it. I mean, shot a seventy-four and a seventy-five, and putted not too well. No. Neither biggest... did your other prediction on also, yeah. but um. Yeah, Dustin Johnson definitely was one of the biggest surprises this weekend. I mean, I didn't think he was going to, well, I mean, miss the cut, at least get in the top 10, but not obviously miss the cut. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah, an interesting stat. He's the 11th defending champ to miss a cut. So, I mean, yeah. it doesn't happen. That kind of shocked everyone. I did not think that was going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen too often. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was super disappointed in him just like watching him through the first two days. But these next two predictions we have here, we nailed right on, right? Yeah. <laughs> first off, I had Rory McIlroy not doing well. Got that one right. He did not miss the cut. I mean, he hit his dad on the seventh hole in round one. <laughs> I, I, saw, <laughs> I saw that. I was watching live and I was like, there's no way. Like, that's got to be like, one of the most like perfectly timed things and coincidences ever. Yeah, he's he's like I'm just trying to hit a draw and then I hit his dad. <laughs> he shot a 70, 76 and a seventy four. He usually does recover from round one. I remember seeing that, especially last time. But no, didn't play well well on Friday. Missed a cut. Not this time. And then, and then I have my prediction. Here? Obviously, yeah. uh, Bryson DeChambo. I predicted not doing well. He made the cut, but troubles at Augusta continued for him. He finished tied for 46th and was five over in the end. He has Mm -hmm. not broken 67 in the last two years, though he said said it's a par 67 for him. Yeah. So No. I I think a lot of people are, like, fed up with him now because especially this weekend. You know, people think he's, like, cocky or something for saying that. But then he obviously did not back it up again. Yeah. I, I think mean, he's, I think he got, I don't know if he's embarrassed, but um, he did also drop out of this week's RBC, RBC Heritage Tournament. Yeah. Uh, he's just been super disappointing. I don't know. Like he's been so hyped up, like with the long drive and everything. But he, like I said, he's just, I think he's too sporadic. Like he's either really on or just he's not tying for 46. Like, yeah, we, we talked about this. A lot of people had him hyped up again, but since after the fall, I didn't think he was going to do it. Yeah. And let's talk well, about the person, yeah, Jordan Spieth, who we agreed on would do well. Mm-hmm. He tied third and was only yeah. three strokes behind the lead. I mean. Yeah. He didn't really play, like, the best on the first round, right? But, you know, like, especially his putting. You know he has really good putting. But um, I think over the weekend – Definitely on the back nine, he, many birdies, and got him right up there. Yeah, he's been playing really good lately as well. I mean, fifth top five in the last eight starts, that's yeah. really good. So, yeah, I think Jordan's going to have a really good um stretch in May and June. I think we might even talk about him this time next month at the PGA Championship. I think he'll actually do really well that one also. Yeah, he's definitely – He's. I think he's definitely going to have a good year this year, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be – I mean, he's going to be probably up there in my next predictions just because yeah. how well he, he, he might be my winner, like um, Justin Thomas in the next one. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, talking about uh, next episodes, definitely going to cover the PGA Championship this time next month. 
and before then maybe even get out and play a match since the weather's getting better. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, give give the people something different. Yeah, for sure. All right, so six months later, here we are, second Masters of the Year, and we're done. Yeah, we got Hideki Matsuyama winning, first Japanese golfer to win the Masters and a major. We also went over our predictions with uh, Justin Thomas yep. making the cut. Some so, of them are right. Some of them, obviously not, but not so good. I think we did all right. Yeah, I, I mean, what were we? 50, yeah. 50%? That's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm Matt. And I'm Kyle. And this podcast is brought to you by DHSPress.com. Check out other podcasts, articles, videos, such as Kevin Meyer's new op-ed, The Dom Girls March Madness demonstrates how our society has failed girls and boys. 